0: Welcome to The Working Ant. with me, your host and coach, Rami Balut. I'm going to share with you secrets and strategies you only wish you knew years ago to accelerate your career today. This is practical stuff, no fluff. My mission is to create a new generation of leaders that brings out the best in people. This is where passions and profession yield profitability. Welcome to The Working Ant. Let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to open up with a quote, as I typically do, and I'm going to read up some interesting passages. And, um, and let's, uh, let's speak to uh, Cesare Pavesi. And by the way, if you don't know who Cesare Pavesi is, he's just this really famous um, Italian poet. Um, I've read some of his work. I think he's been through World War I or, or actually maybe World War II, actually. I think he was a prisoner of war. Anyways, very, very interesting story. Died, I think, in the mid-1900s. But he says that a decision, an action are infallible omens of what we shall do another time. Okay, so I'll repeat that. A decision, an action, are infallible omens of what we shall do another time. Not for any vague, mystic, astrological reason, but because they result from an automatic reaction that will repeat itself. So here he's basically saying that, you know, the decisions that we actually make, we're most likely going to be doing them another time. And in fact here, I'm going to be going a little bit further and talking about our personalities and how some of us who have made decisions before and think about like, why did I make this decision? Should I have made this decision? I probably shouldn't have. If I only didn't make this decision, I wouldn't have ended up where I am today. Well, here I'm going to be talking about some of the fundamental elements about your personalities that actually would have led you to make that decision anyways through another form in time. So, and I'm going to actually speak to Uh, The Law of Human Nature by Robert Greene. I'm going to refer to, you know, just some uh, basic summarization of of the chapter of uh, the superior character. So on page 145 for those of you that actually do have this book. Page 145 is around the superior character, this law of the superior character. And Robert Greene goes to say, this law is simple and and inexorable. You have a set character. It was formed out of the elements that predate your conscious awareness. From deep within you, this character compels you to repeat certain actions, strategies, and decisions. The brain is structured to facilitate this. Once you think and take a particular action, a neural pathway is formed that leads you to do it again and again. And in relation to this law, you can go into one of two directions each one determining, determining more or less the course of your life. The other direction is harder to take, but it is the only path that leads to true power and the formation of a superior character. It works in the following manner. You examine yourself as thoroughly as possible. You look at the deepest layers of your character, determining whether you are an introvert or an extrovert whether you tend to be governed by high levels of anxiety and sensitivity or hostility and anger, or a profound need to engage with people, you look at your primal inclinations, those subjects and activities you are naturally drawn to. You examine the quality of attachments you formed with your parents, looking at your current relationships as the best sign of this. You look with rigorous honesty at your own mistakes, and the patterns that you continually hold you back. You know your limitations, those situations in which you do not do your best. You also become aware of the natural strengths in your character that have survived past adolescence. Now, with this awareness, you are no longer the captive of your character, compelled to endlessly repeat the same strategies and mistakes. As you see yourself falling into one of your usual patterns, you can catch yourself in time and step back. You may not be able to completely eliminate such patterns, but with practice, you can mitigate their effects. Knowing your limitations, you will not try your hand at things for which you have no capacity or inclination. Instead, you will choose career paths that suit you and mesh with your character. In general, You accept and embrace your character. Your desire is not to become someone else, but to become more thoroughly yourself, realizing your true potential. You see your character as the clay that you will work with, slowly transforming your very weaknesses into your strengths. You do not run away from your flaws, but rather see them as a true source of power. This is the alchemy that you must use on yourself. If you are a high perfectionist who likes to control everything, you must redirect this energy into some productive work instead of using it on people. How many people do we know like that, by the way? Your attention to detail and high standards are a positive if you channel them correctly. If you are a pleaser, you have developed courtier skills and real charm. If you can see the source of this trait, you can control the compulsive and defensive aspect of it and use it as a genuine social skill that can bring you great power. If you are highly sensitive and prone to take things personally, you can work to redirect this into active empathy and transform this flaw into an asset to use for positive social purposes. If you have a rebellious character, You have a natural dislike of conventions and the usual ways of doing things. Channel this into some kind of innovative work. Instead of compulsively insulting and alienating people, for each weakness, there is a corresponding strength. And finally here, I'll summarize. You need to also refine and cultivate those traits that go into a strong character. Resilience under pressure. Attention to detail the ability to complete things, to work with a a team, to to be tolerating of people's differences. The only way to do so is to work on your habits, which go into slow formation of your character. For instance, you train yourself to not react in the moment by repeatedly placing yourself in stressful or adverse situations in order to get used to them. In boring everyday tasks, you cultivate greater patience and attention to detail. You deliberately take on tasks slightly above your level. In completing them, you have to work harder, helping you establish more discipline and better work habits. You train yourself to continuously think of what is best for the team. You also search out others who display a strong character and associate with, associate with them as much as possible. In this way, you can assimilate their energy and their habits, and to develop some flexibility in your character Always a sign of strength. You occasionally shake yourself up, trying out new strategy or ways of thinking, doing the opposite of what you would normally do. And last sentence here, with such work, you will no longer be a slave to the character you created by your earliest years and the compulsive behavior it leads to. Even further, you can now actively shape your very character and the fate that goes with it. And, and I absolutely love, love, love this because it speaks to so much of, you know, um, and I continuously talk about this, you know, what we supply and receive every single day, right? What it is we expose ourselves to. The people we actually feel, you know, that are, that are constantly in the news, right? About what is right, what is wrong, how can we achieve, you know, what our destiny is and how can we achieve this higher state of being and higher state of mind and how can we reach this greatness that so many others around us actually have done with their lives and we continuously feel like we are inept in some way, right? That our characters have these massive deficiencies that are not allowing us to put ourselves in a place, in a position where we can move forward with our lives. There's always something we need. There's always something more we need to have, we need to to consume, we have to do. We should be reading this particular book, uh, using this particular framework, reaching out to this particular person, working for this particular company, under these circumstances, with this product, with this service, with this culture, with these people, right? In this organization, there's always this deficiency, right? There's always this thing that we need to aspire towards. We've got to work towards. We've got to do so much more than what we are today, right? Be so much more than who we are today. And while so many of these things are positive, right? And so many of these things can be really, really great examples of who we can become, you know, at times, especially at times like these, and I was saying this earlier, you know, I mean, I I get these comments specifically during these times. We feel that my gosh, there really is something deficient about us. There really is something fundamental that we need to be changing about ourselves because it's just not working. We've got to be somebody else. We've got to be doing some other thing, you know, than what we're doing today because it just hasn't worked. I just want you to stop here for a moment, you know, and ask yourself, and I mentioned this on one of these calls, but if I were to just suspend your reality for a moment, if I were to, if someone were to strip all the goals that you have acquired for yourself today, whether it's your home, whether it's a family, a significant other, uh, whether it's a job, whether it's a promotion, whether it's a title. If I were to strip, or if someone were to strip those things away from you today, would those in fact be goals that you would aspire towards? Ask yourself that question. Would those be goals you would aspire towards? And I can guarantee you that a few fundamental ones would be yes. It'd be yes. I would actually aspire towards these goals. And yet we are in this infinite loop, right? This infinite game as people like, you know, Simon Sinek and others would say, this infinite game, right, where we have to continue to do more, we have to continue to be more, right? We have to continue to do more. And yes, you know, as your coach, of course, like I would obviously encourage you to do things that people just typically don't do, right? Things that you have not done before so we can actually yield better and more positive outcomes, right? At the very very least Change our problems from being what they were to better quality problems of what they are today. That is something I will always encourage you all to do. But there are times, of course, especially times like these, right, when we are totally not in control of what is going on. I mean, unless some of you, which if I would, you know, may say so, none of you are in government making these decisions, right? There is very little we can do. And because of that very little we can do, sometimes that energy channels into, well, what actually can we do? And what actually can we work on? And maybe this is something fundamental to me that I need to be working on and I need to be doing, right? Instead of right, thinking about like all of these great things, all of these great qualities about myself and how I actually can direct them to be a better version of myself with everything that has led me up to this point in time. So, I think what Robert Greene is trying to say, uh, what I am trying to say, what Cesar Pavesi is trying to say is that, you know, we have this natural part of ourselves that is just not going to go away. It is not. There's something fundamental about us that is not going to go away, and you can go back to philosophies of hundreds of years back and you'll see there's this Adam one and Adam two, this, you know, natural self and then the social self, right? there are these fundamental elements about our personality that we need to embrace. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because there's just something that tells me that a lot of you feel that there is something totally radical that you have to do with yourself in order to get to a better place when things stabilize or get to a better place immediately because of what's actually happened. And this actually comes from where, right? I mean, this comes from my conversations with my clients, you know, uh, some that actually believe that they were laid off, um, and others weren't because of this fundamental thing about them, right? I stepped on too many toes. You know, I, I I pushed people to innovate harder than they should have. I didn't see, you know, a specific line item in a financial statement. And as a result of that, that's the reason why. You know, I talked too much. I didn't contribute as much, right? I should have done things differently. I, I, I It wouldn't have led up to this point had I Had I done things differently, had I realized, had I recognized, had I deliberately pushed myself towards one direction over another, things wouldn't have happened the way they would have. And you know what? Maybe, maybe, but at this point in time, you know, this is not for, you know, radical transformation. Perhaps it is. And for many of you, perhaps it is. But what I'm trying to do is just to encourage you to think about what are some of the most beautiful things about yourselves that you could actually put to use in a future career transition so to get you to thinking about things like you know rather than feeling that you are deficient in certain things think about what are some really great things about your personality that can work really really work and really really thrive and really really accelerate in something else so rather than you know put on a mask for a future transition rather than you know succumb to the norms right what could you be doing with these fundamental elements about your personalities that could be put to use somewhere where they can really, really just grow. In fact, somewhere where people really appreciate them, where they really encourage them. I know a place perhaps that can really, really say, you do your thing. I trust you. You've got this. I don't want to step on your toes. I don't want to micromanage you. I know you've got this. I trust you, right? How many places do we know like that? Well, you may think very few. I I know quite a few, but they do exist. And they exist because people seem to respect, right, other people's craft. People may trust, but they may verify, right? People may ask for clarification several times, but they'll let you run with things, right? If you feel that there is something about you that you can put somewhere, I want you to think about that place, suspend a reality of if, if it actually even existing at some point in time, but suspend your reality there and think about it, because you know what? This is a place that I want you to start aspiring towards. This is a place, even if between you and yourself, you know, it's a personality thing, right? I want you to aspire towards just that. I don't want you to think that there is something so wrong with you something totally off about you, that you need to do something totally crazy now in order to save yourself from something. But in the end, you know, it's just you and yourself and you've got to celebrate that. And I wanted to celebrate that with you. So, you know, there are certain things that I just want you to ask yourself on this particular topic that perhaps can help you as you think about these things. So if I were to synthesize what we've just talked about, just for a moment, it's it's Rami saying that don't be a conformist to the point where you lose yourself. And when you lose yourself, you end up blaming yourself because of your conformity, because of these decisions you may have made, right? That have led you down a path to where you may not have been fully satisfied or led you down a path to where you are today with this massive amounts of uncertainty and you start blaming yourself. I just want you to stop there. And I just want you to think about all these wonderful and amazing things that you have done in your life to have gotten to, to where you are today, right? Um, there are specific things that you have done and you have done right. And I just want you to take those things, let's just say, study them more and, and look at them in a, in a positive way to where you can use them and, and really, uh, let me just say, well, yeah, you, you could use them and put them into a place where where you can practice them more. I guess that's where I'm actually trying to go with this, right? Ask yourself, you know, what's standing in the way of that ideal outcome? What is it? You know, what, what's standing in the way of that ideal outcome for yourself? If it's you, I want you to X that out because you know today we're celebrating today we're celebrating you. Okay. But what is standing in the way of that ideal outcome? And by the way, I mean, you know, feel free to write this down. You know, what's standing in the way of that ideal outcome? You know, when I talk to, you know, leaders in the industry that are telling me, you know, Rami, I aspire to be the next CTO or I want to be a VP or I really, really want to make it into an executive committee. I I want to be in that room, Rami, when these decisions are being made. Well, I'm asking you today, you know, what's standing in the way of that ideal outcome, okay? And by the way, what's your own responsibility for what's been happening, right? What sort of responsibility can you own up to today about what's been happening for yourself, right? Is there something that you are doing that is preventing you from getting to that point in your life that is preventing you from speaking about things, contributing to things, opening up, trusting, for example. What are you responsible for? What has your responsibility been for what's actually been happening, right? This is an essential question, right? I mean, you are obviously going to be a part of this solution for yourself in the future. What's actually been your responsibility from you actually getting to work and doing something that is actually meaningful? Is there something you could do a little bit more of? Perhaps allowing a part of your personality that has been hidden from the interview, hidden from these conversations, to actually be radically honest about it, right, in your next upcoming interviews and conversations, right? Because sometimes when we are not ourselves, right, even if, even if we're using perfect verbiage, uh, perfect tone, right, there's something off about it, right, and someone can catch on to it, and see and say to themselves, you know what, they sounded really, really great. They've got it all together here. They've got all the skills, the background, the expertise, but something was off. I wonder what that was, right? And you have to ask yourself, what could that have actually been, right? And then ask yourself as well, you know, what are some early signs that things may be getting better? So if you were to coach yourself, right? What are some early signs for you that things actually are getting better? How do you start your days? What are you actually thinking about? What are your thoughts? What are you supplying and what are you receiving? And and we've talked about that over and over and over again, right? I want you to be able to coach yourselves and write down, if, if things were to be going right today, what would those things be, right? If things were really going right for me as Rami wants them to be, what would those things be? And what sort of activities, right, no surprise here, would constitute those things going right. What do you think I need to be doing? What do I need to be doing for those things to be going right? And if it's a question of like, I don't know, right, then write about if you were to think about somebody else doing these things, what sort of personality traits would they actually be? And if they don't match up with yours, well, I'm not going to be as radical and say it's a futile process, but I'm going to say it'll be extremely hard You will be going down a very deep, dark rabbit hole if you are not aligning yourself and your personality to what it is that you actually truly can aspire towards and truly succeed, something truly realistic to you. And, you know, many people, many people have lived decades, by the way, under this guise and under this mask. But at some point in time, something is going to happen to where, you know, alignment is just going to take place. It's either going to work or it's not going to work. It's going to last or it's not going to last. And there are early signs here where you can start deciphering for yourself, determining for yourself whether or not you are on that right path. And you know what? I will, I will say this last and final sort of uh, question for you to ask yourself. Perhaps it may be the most important one, right? Imagine, imagine you're at your, more, your, your most resourceful. Imagine you're at your best. Imagine you are like in your zone and you are, you are totally at, at your most resourceful, okay? What do you say to yourself about this particular issue, right? It's like, if I could give you a pill which contained all the courage and insight you needed, what would you be doing? What would you be doing? So if I could actually give you that, if someone could give you that, if you could take that today, right, that would give you all the courage and all the insight you needed to change things up for yourself, you know, what would you be doing? And here, by the way, when I'm talking about change, I, I mean changing the fact that you believe that there has to be something fundamentally different about you in order to, to acquire what it is that you want. And in this case, of course, your career transition, your, your next role, your next job. You know, these are the things where, you know, you may be thinking about these questions like, what would I actually be doing? Right. Get out of your head and write this stuff down. Whiteboard it out. Even if you may not put it to use today, right? At the very, very least, you writing this down will allow you to start thinking about this in a way in your subconscious that may come to use one of these days where it's going to be most required and at its most necessity, right? Think about these things. So again here, imagine you're at your most resourceful, that you're in your zone, you know? What do you need to say to yourself about an issue like this? What would you say? what would you do? How would you coach yourself? And if I could give you that pill, if you could take that pill, right, that would just give you all this courage, all this motivation, all this insight that you actually needed, what would you actually do, right? What are your options here? You know, what, what, are, you, what, what are your options here? And what criteria will you use to judge yourself with these options that you provided for yourself? And here again, you know, I just want you to think about all these wonderful things that have led you up to this point in your life and your career and what it is, right, that you could be doing with all these great things about yourself, right, and applying them somewhere where they can actually thrive. You know, I um, it continues to bother me, right, when I hear about individuals like yourselves who I love and I respect so much getting to a point where you actually think that, you know, you're just not good enough. Um, you know, something needs to, radically change about, you know, your personality in order to get to somewhere or, or get to be like someone uh, that you always wanted to be. Someone you may have seen in the news, someone you may have seen in the office. You know, there are all these healthy ways to emulate people's behavior. But what I want you to be is yourself, and I want you to celebrate yourself, and I want you to celebrate all these wonderful things about you that have led you up to where you are today. These goals again, right? Remember, we talked about this just earlier. You know, if we were to strip all these goals about ourselves today, that we acquired over the years, would we, would we aspire towards them? And if the answer is yes on a few of those things, remember, you know, this is, this is a system, right, that's going to keep you moving towards feeling that there are deficiencies you need to fill, there are gaps you need to fill, you got to consume more, you got to do more. And, and for some of us, that may be the case, right? There may be skill sets we need to acquire to get from one level to the next. But hold off for a moment here. And just think about all these people and all these things that you've actually been exposed to, right? There's something called an availability bias, right? Where what's available to us, we are biased towards. What we actually see around us, even if it's uh, the level of success, means that that is the level of, of success we need to aspire towards. Hold on for a second. Take a step back. Don't be so hard on yourself, right? There are some beautiful, beautiful, amazing things and people and opportunities out there for you right that would really celebrate so much of who it is that you are it's just the freaking truth and get over the fact that you know these places don't exist they actually do but you need to start controlling the narrative for yourself here either you're going to start living you know this is not like by the way like an like an oprah statement even though i believe in this right like you know, if you're going to start like living you know to be somebody else that you're not i mean where are you going to get to here right don't apologize for who it is that you are because who it is that you are is amazing. And I'm not saying this because I'm just so overtly positive here, but it's amazing. I mean, look what you've actually accomplished today. You're listening to me today, right? That must mean something. You've gotten to a point where you have at least associated yourself with a positive resource, doing something positive for yourself, taking some time out, sacrificing some time for you to do something that truly, truly, truly is good for you, is beneficial for you, and actually celebrates you. There are a few places that actually do that, right? So, and a few people that actually can do that for themselves. So I'm asking you here to just to celebrate yourselves, you know, celebrate who you are. Think about things where you're not trying to fit that circle of yours inside that square that I talk about all the time, right? Think about what can you extract from your personality that is so dominant, right? That can be applicable somewhere else, somewhere that we're actually, it can actually be celebrated. And I know a lot of you may think to yourself, and this, by the way, happens a lot in my coaching, is that, you know, Rami, if I were to go down this path, what the heck does that mean? I'm going to lose a lot in the process here. You know, I, I have to maintain something, right? Or maintain my status quo at the very, very least because it pays the bills. Well, I'll say this, you know, don't create a dilemma for yourself. It's not this or the other, right? Remember, we talk about this a lot. It's about creating options for yourself, Right? When you have options, that's when you have real, real choice. And I want you to remember that. There's something really, really great about where you are today. And there's something really, really wonderful about your future. If you can control the narrative and here extract what's just great about you right, and apply that in that direction. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So I hope you found this part useful. Because it's a different way of looking at things, right? It's like someone coming and telling you, hey, you know what? The decisions that you made, even though you may regret them today, you know what? All signs pointed north. You were going to take that decision either way. You may have gotten here some other way, not just because of this decision. I just want you to question that for a moment, right? There's something fundamental about us that actually lead us to where we are today, right? Don't prolong the inevitable. Don't prolong the inevitable what's out there what's out there for you was already there okay what's out there for you was already there you just decided to go a different path perhaps a more natural path moving forward in order to take it right it's there Um, and i just want you to remember that right if you've gotten this far in my podcast i'm hoping that means that you love my coaching content If you'd like to continue the journey with me on a much deeper, personal, and immersive level, please visit my website at brahmibalut.com and schedule a 45-minute Real Talk session with me. You can also enroll my online program at theworkingant.com and join me for five months of weekly live group coaching where you can ask me your questions live in a group coaching setting. Use code PODCAST for an incredible discount at checkout. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Your career fulfillment is so important to me. You deserve nothing less than that. I truly hope you take what we talked about today and use it deliberately, practically, and strategically to accelerate your next career transition, conversation, or simply just to nourish your personal and professional life. If you'd like to receive periodic content from me, please visit RamiBalut.com and register for my mailing list by signing up to receive your free ebook, which, by the way, is an awesome ebook, if I may say. Until next time, this is your host and coach, Rami Balut, signing off for today's podcast on the working at. Remember, if not you, then who? If not now, then when?